Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Thomas Cook, who is an Alexander Technique teacher who lives in Vienna, Austria. Uh, Thomas is, in addition to being an Alexander Technique teacher, a classically trained actor, and he's uh, studied at Juilliard. He's been um, he's been exposed to a great many uh, mind-body techniques, such as mime and yoga, tai chi, Pilates, stage con uh, combat. He's also taught movement for actors at the Juilliard School and the State University of New York, and Brooklyn College and the Actors Center. Um, we're going to talk today about. Uh, some connections between the Alexander Technique and yoga. Uh, Thomas teaches uh, yoga classes, and um, he, as he says, he kind of stumbled into that um, process. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but Thomas, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. Hi. How? Uh, could you could you start by just giving our listeners a very short description of the Alexander technique? Ah, uh, yes, that is the the million dollar question. Um, uh, this this seems to be the, the biggest confusion is just trying to give a short description of the Alexander technique, and the 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 definition that I've I've been using or playing with is is really. Um, a way to kind of rediscover your body's natural dynamic ease and really um, trying to uh, re rediscover our our natural balance and easefulness in in day-to-day -day life and, and the idea being that we have that natural balance but that for one reason or another we've lost it as we've grown older Yes, yeah, this is where the, the idea of habitual patterns of movement and habitual patterns of posture um, come into play and being able to recognize those and consciously decide to to change them. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I, maybe it would be interesting for our listeners to hear just very briefly how you came to be teaching yoga classes. <laughs> Um, I, I, I fell into it actually in, in college at the university, I started taking yoga classes cause I was interested, you know, in different philosophies and, and different, uh, and different things like that. And, and yoga seemed to be a natural, um, kind of extension of those philosophical interests. And I was you know, completely, <laughs> completely humbled in the, in the first hour to realize how, you know, restricted and, and tense and unflexible I, I was in in my body um, and and so throughout my university uh, career I, I took um, several yoga classes and then had really nothing to do with yoga for years and years but I you know was an Alexander student and then I, I did the Alexander um, training became a certified teacher and of course, uh, living in a country where the Alexander technique is not really known, um, you you want to use your skills and your knowledge in in some capacity. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time when uh, I was asked if I could substitute a yoga class at a fitness center. And of course, you know, you're in a foreign country; you have nothing to lose. I said, "Of course, I can." 
<laughs> even though I'd, I'd never trained as a, as a yoga teacher in, in any capacity whatsoever. And I, I substituted this class and I uh, just used what I remembered from my uh, university experience. But I did it in a way that I felt was based on Alexander principles. So really um, not being concerned so much with the posture as with the quality in the body moving into the posture and the, the freedom of the breath. And I never, never spoke about you know, chakras or meditation or any of those sorts of things. I was always talking about the weight of the head and thinking about you know, more space in the hip joints and really allowing the weight to sink into the floor and, and using these kinds of descriptions and, and metaphors. And it you know, was, was very well received and, and people, <laughs> people were absolutely thrilled and, and they would ask me, what, what kind of yoga is this? And, and I would have to say, well, it's, it's actually based on the Alexander technique and well, what, what's that? And then, of course, that would begin the dialogue, and I was uh, able to actually find some private Alexander students through uh, through the yoga course. And so, <laughs> well, you you should have uh, you should have come up with a, a name. You know, you could be part of a lineage of teaching yoga. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, in in Austria, it's very. Um, it's it's very difficult to to use something like like healing yoga or kind of any any of those kind of terms have to be associated with with medicine, oh, and uh, unless I'm I'm a doctor or some kind of you know health physician, I'm I'm not allowed to use those kinds of vocabulary. But it's and, it's interesting to me that um, it sounds like what you were you were really emphasizing the quality of of how as you say how people would get themselves into yoga postures yes yes and um what little i know of yoga and not so much from direct personal experience but from working with students who do yoga is that that does not often get emphasized all that much when people study yoga you're shown yeah. a posture Maybe the person demonstrating it does it pretty well, but you're it there's kind of an assumption there that you can uh you can put yourself in that position um in a useful way, and I've seen that that's not always the case no no, not at all and yeah i I always tell the people that that come to my class, which a lot of them are our retirement age, certainly over 40, over 50, and, you know, I have several uh, over 60 as well. And they, they, they keep coming back, I think, because of, of the gentleness. And it's very, very, very slow moving, very um, much geared towards observation, always the, re the reminder to, you know, come back to the self and you know, let go of the shoulders. Do you really need to be, you know, pulling in, in your stomach right now? And and all the positions are, are relatively very simple. I, I don't, I'm not concerned about positions, so to say, or postures, but really about the quality in the body. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and I think that's, um, I, I've seen even just the very simple once a week uh, yoga uh, class that I, that I have, 
I've seen incredible changes in people just from the very, very gentle, very um, slow motion and, and softness that, that yoga can be, I think, and which seems to be in direct um, opposition to this, this kind of like, you know, power yoga and, and all of this, you know, strength and, um, you know, holding the position and, and, you know, getting through it and, you know, doing this because it's good for you type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushing through the pain, which it seems to me to be kind of against what I would understand as the basic ideas of yoga, at least as developed in India. Yes, and I, I one of my greatest compliments was uh, from a woman from Malaysia, actually, who uh, she was she was in her sixties, and she said, "Oh, it's so wonderful! You you remind me so much how how I learned yoga when I was a child, you know, growing up in in Malaysia," and I I <laughs> I, I found that comment to be um, well, that was that was a very satisfying comment to hear, but it was also very funny because I'm completely not trained officially to be a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet somehow I found this way that reminded this woman of the way she remembered learning yoga as a child in Malaysia. I think um, my sense is that part of the issue uh, when yoga has been brought to the West is that the at least as where it originated, people had a lot more flexibility than most Westerners do today. If you go to India, uh, even now with the modernization, you, you see people hanging out, uh, at least in the villages, hanging out in a deep squat position. Yes. Um, yes. It's kind of, uh, that's how they sit. They don't typically use chairs. Uh, no. In that. And, and that, that creates, if you are doing that from an early age, that gives you a kind of a flexibility that we don't see a lot, at least in America and I assume in in Europe. And then to assume that someone has that flexibility in showing them positions to get into, I think can be both frustrating and I've seen actual harm done to people trying to to um, to fit themselves into. Uh, yoga asanas. I, I imagine yes. you've seen that yes. as well. Yes, I have uh, one one student uh, just last week. He's a very diligent yoga practitioner, and he came for a private Alexander lesson. And he very much wanted to show me his his yoga positions. And you know, even even simple stretching or, or whatnot, there was it was obvious that there was so much tension in the shoulders and in the neck and and throughout the entire body that. I, it's very difficult to see why these or how these positions can be healthy or have any kind of real positive effect at all. I mean, the, the positive effect is, is, is when you're finished. It's kind of like, you know, sticking your hand in a fire. It, it feels so good to, to, to take it out again, you know. Um, and it was very interesting to just gently lay hands on, on this yoga practitioner in this deep stretch and just see, ah, like the whole spine could let go and, and, and the shoulders could widen and, and his breath changed almost instantly. So the yoga position is really not so important as, as the quality. And as far as, you know, deep, deep squatting goes, um, it's, it's very, very true. We are completely handicapped from our furniture in, in a sense. 
And it's, it's very interesting that, that people who live without furniture don't tend to have a lot of back trouble. Right. I wonder if you could elaborate on what you earlier, just before you said you put your hands on this student, various releases took place. Maybe you could elaborate on that a little bit, uh, how an Alexander Technique teacher uses his or her hands to facilitate change. I think that would be interesting to our listeners. Oh, yes. Uh, another one of those million-dollar questions. <laughs> That's what we're asking today. <laughs> um, the, the hands of an Alexander teacher work as an external sense organ, so to say, is to, to bring attention and awareness to uh, specific parts of the body that perhaps usually don't get attention. Um, we, we are so kind of trapped in our own movement patterns and our own habitual ways of sitting and standing that what for us normal is can in fact be very, very strenuous. But because we have lived in the habit for such a long time, it, it feels normal. And so the hands of an Alexander teacher bring the awareness of what we are doing to perhaps the neck or the shoulders or the ribs or the hip joints or along the spine and, and seeing if perhaps we can do the same amount of work as in sit, sitting or standing with much less effort. If we can really allow the muscles to do less and yet we accomplish the same amount of work. Mm -hmm. And so the hands of an Alexander teacher are directly connected with how the Alexander teacher is, is thinking. If, um, if, if I lay my hands on someone unconsciously or without, you know, first giving pause to, to observe how I myself am using myself in this moment, then the information that is transferred from teacher to student is of a completely different quality than if I take the moment to inhibit my own uh, habitual uh, patterns of movement and very simply, in a very neutral and, and soft way, just allow the moment to exist where awareness can be given to what is happening right here and right now in, in, in the moment between a student and teacher. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a kind of a waking up, helping a student to wake up to aspects of themselves that they may not have been aware of. Yes, and on a, on a very on a very physical level, on on a very right. uh, Im immediate um, uh, kind of you know bodily experience, and perhaps uh, depending on how how the Alexa how an Alexander teacher is thinking about things, perhaps also providing a bit of guidance or suggestion for a direction of release as well. Yes, yes, of course, of course. At the at the very beginning of of my class, I simply have everyone lie down on their backs, and then I go around from one to the next, and I very gently just take the weight of 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 a leg and just you know ask them to think about allowing space in the hip, and 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 don't it's 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 incredible how often 
you know, the quadriceps will engage or the stomach will tense, even though I'm just picking the, the foot up maybe two centimeters and just asking, asking for a little less work. And, and then l- allowing that weight of the leg to really sink into the floor and, and sink away from the pelvis. So it's a, it's a different way of thinking as well. Mm-hmm. Because usually we just you know lie on the floor and we, we never think about it. But if we if we think about how gravity is working, and we allow our weight to be supported by our bony structure, we from one moment to the next can completely change the quality within the body. And and the more the the body is able to find easefulness, then our thoughts also become quieter. And it's it's a different it's a different quality it's a, a different way of being so to say mm-hmm. and you know in listening to you talk and thinking back to earlier in our conversation when we joked a little bit about yoga lineages but of course there are some very uh serious and profound yoga lineages and uh people with many many years of training teaching teaching those um uh versions of yoga um, and I think it, I, I could imagine someone who's involved in one of those might be very suspicious of someone like you or me coming in there and saying, well, you know, we we might be able to help you uh, show your students how to do it better. But maybe it's worth saying here that the Alexander Technique also has its lineages and... Um, um, that to become an Alexander teacher is no is no quick thing. It's typically uh, a three-year full-time training course, and Alexander teachers spend a lot of time um, learning how to do with their hands what, what you described. So um, I don't know whether you want to elaborate on that at all, but I'm just thinking in terms of a yoga practitioner, who hears you talking about this and thinks, well, this guy's not even trained in classical yoga or whatever, <laughs> yeah? Yes, yes. Well, I I mean, yoga for me was always a hobby. Right. And um, and I, I, I started when I was in, in the university some, you know, 20 years ago or so now. And 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 so I'm... I'm yeah, I really have no qualifications except my own personal experience, mm-hmm. and and so when I'm when I am teaching, I am I am not teaching from a lineage, or from an idea, or from a tradition. I am really teaching from my own personal experience. What I found that really helped me uh, discover a completely different kind of release within my within my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, there are yoga instructors that actually come to my class, and some are completely excited and um, are really find what I do to be wonderful. And and other people are, you know, they're looking for this more kind of um, energetic or much more kind of militaristic discipline type of thing, um, and you know, power yoga and whatnot. And then it's. They 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 move on. They they find something else. They find right. a, a different teacher. I'm I seem to be really catering to the people who are who are in pain or experiencing discomfort, mm-hmm. and and so 
Um, yeah, I, I forget now what the original question was. Oh, just about lineages <laughs> and Alexander. Um, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Well, that, that's that's what I, the one. And of course, you are teaching from from. I mean, uh, your your teaching is based on uh, quite lengthy study of a, a teaching method that has quite a, a quite a serious lineage. Yes. So yes. it's not and like we're just popping into the yoga studio not knowing anything and offering no, advice. No, not at all. Not at all. And the wonderful thing about the Alexander technique is that it, it of itself is and can be very, very effectively applied to any and all human activity. I mean, it's very kind of brass tacks. I mean, Alexander technique is a study of sitting and standing and, and lying. And there is nothing that human beings do that isn't a form of one of those, mm-hmm. you know, three postures, so to say. Um, and so um, the, lots of people you apply the Alexander technique for singing or playing a musical instrument. It doesn't mean that the Alexander teacher is, is an incredible uh, music right. teacher. Right. But the Alexander teacher has an experience and a method of teaching this other kind of quality of easefulness in the body that a musician can find um, very, very helpful, just as much as a student of swimming or a student of of yoga. Or someone so, sitting at a computer. Or someone sitting at a computer, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. So... Is there anything else that you would like to mention that we haven't covered? Um, no, um, I think that that covers it. I, I, um, I, I, I definitely do not consider myself to be an expert of yoga by any means. I, I don't. I advertise myself as an Alexander teacher, and yoga happens to be an activity that I apply the Alexander technique to. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there are, and I, I completely understand the, the, the reaction of, you know, for, if, from some people who are, are diehard, you know, disciples of, you know, uh, a specific guru or a specific tradition that, you know, calling what I do yoga is, is, um, in the strictest sense, not at all what it is, but in, in a broader sense, uh, Yoga is 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 the study of uh, of, um, of of the self, and in in that sense, uh, Alexander technique is is a wonderful form of of yoga and meditation. It's just a a different a different method. It's all about studying ourselves, isn't it? Really, the Alexander technique, and it's in, it's, it's in whatever we do, whatever activity we choose to engage in. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that might be a great place to end this interview. Um, uh, my guest today has been Thomas Cook, who's an Alexander Technique teacher in Vienna, Austria. Um, and he, we've been talking today about his uh, yoga classes, uh, teaching yoga or perhaps teaching yoga students Alexander Technique, we're, we're not totally clear about that. But if anything anything that, that we've talked about uh, intrigues you, uh, particularly if you are uh, studying yoga, 
um, find a teacher in your area. We'll put a link to a site that has information on how to find a teacher anywhere. And certainly, if you're in Vienna, Austria, contact Thomas, and we'll put a link to his website also by the interview. So, Thomas, thank you so much for this. Thank you, Robert.